Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here with Girls Talking Boys. Hello. Hey, what's poppin'? Um, well, I would just like to take a moment here because we've been using our airtime to publicly shame people in our lives, and I feel <laughs> it only necessary oh, no. to continue to do this. Scorched earth moment. Um, it's coming. It is coming. You know, I know that RJ Ochoa has poor food takes. There is another person on the planet that has worse food takes, and he is just... Um, gone ahead and has done one of the greatest indiscretions against us in our friendship of all time. It, it is really upsetting, so go off, fam. So we were ordering dinner together as one. Yeah. As a, as a corn tuple. Tex-Mex feast. And he went ahead and got himself a margarita and um, did he get us one, Meg? No. And I've been talking about margaritas all day. Literally, the reason why we decided to get fajitas in the first place was because we were talking about margaritas <laughs> and shredded cheese. Yeah. If you know, you know. So I just. So, am, David Hellman, you're being added. I question everything I don't like you right in now. all of our friendships. And all of the things that I thought we were and I thought we could be. But in this moment in time, I'm, I'm ill. <laughs> and yeah, that, that's all we have to say on that. So uh, get, you, get you friends that remember to get you margaritas. Yeah, who needs, who needs enemies when you have friends like David Hellman? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of enemies. Speaking of enemies, Jay Cutler has many of them right now. His chickens have many of them. So, okay. I talk about this here in a minute. Let me go ahead and take a step back. We are going to talk about the Cowboys today, but I have some other really important things that I'd like to discuss with you all before we get into that. Yeah, things that she's been really dedicating her time to. Listen. Over the last couple days. If you didn't know, I really like Jay Cutler, but David Hellman has always been a fan, so we'll give him some points for that, although he no, lost. No, he loses all the points. Yeah, today, so. you, you, you don't He's get never like Jay Cutler. That, there, I spread that rumor. What's you're, up? You're in the sin bin right now, my friend. <laughs> um, so Jay Cutler on Instagram has himself a bit of a predicament in these quarantines. He has a chicken cutler. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that was my best ever. <laughs> well, you tried. <laughs> Can I at least get like a solid like 3.5? <laughs> is that like a five that was like five out of five and a half <laughs> <laughs> she's 
She's like, yeah, five out of 50. Sure. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Um, he has a murderer on the grounds and they're killing his chickens. And we have to come together as a true crime unit and solve <laughs> this said mystery. The amount of time that Kelsey has been dedicating <laughs> to figuring out what is killing Jay Cutler's chickens has been. It's like a real life clue. Yeah. It's like a real life clue. It's like the Sasquatch in the chicken coop with a hammer. Okay. And that coop is huge. It is. I mean, if you're going to make a lot of money in the league, you might as well buy yourself the biggest, nicest coop of all time, which is apparently how he decided to spend his money. So He said it was bigger than his dorm room. I would be <laughs> upset, too, if I had invested all of that time with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, and then someone was just out here killing my chickens. I, exactly. So here's the thing. Some, someone or something. We don't know what it is. And it's very concerning because a man... What are the top theories? Because I, I yeah. heard that Thelma was taken off the, uh, the which is the cat, was taken off the Free list. Thelma. Yep. Yeah. That, we went through that. Okay. So chickens are dying on Jay Cutler's farm. <laughs> okay. And we got to figure out what it is. He thought at first, he, he was as bold as to accuse Thelma, the cat, of said crime. I mean, she was licking her chops walking through that camera frame. I'm just saying. I am all for team bad B cat. But free Thelma. So Thelma was cleared. Thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, We don't know. It could be. Top three suspects. Go. Sasquatch. Carol Baskin. Okay. That's not real. That is. Oh my. Dude. Carol Baskin. I wouldn't put anything past her. sardine oil found on the premises? Listen. It's a different breed. I'm sure she's already figured out what these effers like. She's like. I put corn feed oil all over the chickens and (laughs) okay so carol baskin and then what else (laughs) sasquatch and i think fox or raccoon okay so that's like i'm gonna give you top four because i I just want to go ahead and knock carol baskin off of this and leave it to like the actual plausible things even though sasquatch is also not possible i'm not ready to do that yet because i just don't trust her i never watched it (laughs) again so i can't um get too deep onto that part but <laughs> <laughs> apparently raccoons are like ruthless murderers and yeah. I didn't know that. So I did a lot of research because I um if you wondered what Kelsey did over the weekend. I have I have a lot of time on my hands. If if a chicken's head is off, it might be a raccoon because what they do and trigger warning is <laughs> apparently they like they got they go they go and like partner up as raccoons. And they go in to the the little kennel, the pen, and they like chase him into the corner. And then there's one; it's outside of the fence, and he tries to pull the other's head through the fence, the chicken's head, and the head pops off. Like that's so. It's I mean, almost so smart. It's stupid. That, but that's possible just because they look like bandits. So like I can just see them being like, yeah, little banditos. Yeah. Um, Crime. So, so that's one of them. Bobcats are another. I don't know why they're not higher on the list. So they have, yeah, I just, there's a lot of options, you guys. And he yeah. hasn't gotten a photo, and he set what up cameras. What if it's an inside job? We already thought it was some, I just feel like no, no, we're. No. What if it's a chicken? What if it's like a Def- Jeffrey Dahmer of chickens? I'm shook. <laughs> I'm shook. I don't... Has he thought about that? <laughs> The original. They put out like what? The original. And then they never got a video of who took it. The original chicken stalker. Yeah. Whoa. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. I've watched a lot of television. Honestly, in my time. the the possibilities are endless. And so if you guys have any interest in true crime like we do, I feel like it's worthy of you following along. And also if you like really sarcastic people, um, just follow Jay Cutler on Instagram. So um, it's if Jay had, had Instagram. Instagram, follow him and we can be um, enduring the saga together. So I think he's putting out more cameras tonight. Um, and I like Josh McCown got the action and was like, bro, you need like laser tripper things. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yes, that. I mean, hey, he has enough money to like do all the weirdest shit. So. As someone. Stuff. <laughs> weirdest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Murray. <laughs> As someone who used to try and trap leprechauns, I'm successfully. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh I might God. add, I am all was for this. Was this after that stupid YouTube video? What are you talking? YouTube wasn't around when I was. I'm old. Remember this? How long was YouTube around? I was like six. Kelsey. <laughs> was the internet even invented then? Okay. Well, yes, but also. I'm, <laughs> I'm not telling you how long. When I stopped trapping leprechauns, I'm going to tell you when I started. Okay, go for it. No, that's it. Oh. That's all I'm telling you. You started when you were six. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it wasn't YouTube video induced. So. No. Maybe in later years, but we're not discussing that. Anyone <laughs> know, wonder why I'm single? It's totally fine. Um, so oh, continuing no. on <laughs> to other true crime things <laughs> besides this entire intro, which is straight criminal at this point. <laughs> now, that was good. <laughs> We did have Patrick Kahn on <laughs> today. He's amazing. Um, WFAA contributor and Cowboys Beat podcast co-host. We obviously had to talk about Jay Cutler in my obsession with the saga. He did not understand. He didn't. It's fine. But it's okay. He will now. It's totally okay. But we did throw him through the loop with some crazy hypotheticals because that's what we're doing in these He had some good times. answers. He really did. He's going to trade Tyron Smith, if you want to know. How dare you? <laughs> so if you're triggered by that, you should listen to his reasoning why. It's, um, again, you have to have fun with hypotheticals, which is what how I am choosing to spend my time in, um, in these quarantine times. So if you guys have crazy hypotheticals, I'd love for you to go ahead and send them our way. Let's jump down the rabbit hole together. We, we will. And I know we alluded to it last week, but we will – be doing some fun additional hypotheticals, which I will speak to here in a little bit with some other individuals coming up this week. But before... Yeah, send stuff to me and not Kelsey. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> we're, we're editing that out. <laughs> before we do, here's Patrick Gaughan, WFA contributor, Cowboys Beat podcast co-host. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right. Joining us now, we have Patrick Kahn, WFAA contributor and co-host of the Cowboys Beat podcast. Patrick, hello. Well, I heard the all right, so I'm going to have to correct you because of, you know, Longhorns, I cover them. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's only, how you got to get started. It only feels appropriate. That was you know? necessary. For what, sure. What's his title again? The the Ministry of... Uh, the Minister of Culture. That, is, honestly, uh, actual. he teaches a class too, right? Journalism. Yeah, he does. He does er, a film class. Film class. It, I yeah. was going to say journalism? No, I said that because it's in the school. Of, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a J school kid, so I'm like, oh, it's under the same umbrella as like what I would have I mean, been in. Kind of. Yeah. In yeah. a way. I probably could have taken that class and gotten credit towards my degree. And been best friends with Matthew McConaughey. Honestly. Or something. The closest connection. So Who's the Matthew McConaughey of Kansas? Um, <laughs> or SMU? White Owl. <laughs> the Matthew McConaughey of Kansas. <laughs> Until he got kicked off the campus. Oh, <laughs> SMU, I don't think they have one. Like, I don't really know, but George Bush, he came around a lot. There you go. Um, but no. He has a library. Yeah, he does. He's important, I feel like. Um, no, actually, small fun facts for you guys, because I know you care about all my fun facts. Um, when I lived in Austin, I dated a guy who was fraternity brothers with Matthew McConaughey. So Delta Toe Delta. Yeah, he was a Delt. And, uh, Do you even Delt, bro? Yeah, <laughs> do you even Delt? So, fun fact of the day. We're basically related or like you know i sure <laughs> anyway just like um <laughs> just like uh seven degrees of separation with kevin bacon there you go so, except for it's more like 97 degrees of separation <laughs> <laughs> he once breathed or once touched the same walls that you touched you know yeah yeah he anyway. drank under the same roof exactly like it it, it it's you basically something. shared a beer together we basically did there you I'm, go. I'm glad that we're all aligned on how many famous people that I'm related to. Um, but <laughs> I digress. Um, how are you guys? Thanks for uh, coming on, Patrick, and dealing with uh, our crazy and by ours, I mean mine. Um, lots kind of going on in Cowboys World, kind of not at the same time. Obviously, we know the whole Jamal Adams stuff. We'll talk about some of that, but um, there's some breaking new news <clears throat> but mainly I want to go through a lot of crazy hypotheticals with you guys because that's what I love to do let's get weird let's uh, get weird <laughs> but before we get super weird something weird happened last week when uh TMZ came out with a report that Zeke Elliott I guess was getting um in potentially some trouble because of his doges um that, that's dog yes. by the way yeah that's doge Kel dog and Kelsey and Meg speak <laughs> And I guess they attacked some uh, one of his pool employees. workers. Yeah, uh, pool cleaners. Yeah, and then Patrick, did you see kind of like the fallout and like what happened? I guess he started tweeting some chick who I guess had it was her boyfriend used to work for him tweeted about how like she wished that her boyfriend had still worked there so he could have been attacked and trying then to get got that money. paper. It was just kind of nasty and messy and weird, and I just decided that I didn't want to look too much into it because it just felt icky yeah it feels like Zeke signs a new deal and now people are just out to get him you know get a free buck yeah uh, you know and it's funny because it's I mean it's not funny it's a sad situation where they talking about the dogs or the doges 
as Kelsey <laughs> likes to say. They were talking about that, and apparently they weren't supposed to be on the grounds, I guess, cleaning the pool. So it's kind of a messy situation, but it just almost seems like every, we can't go an off season without Ezekiel Elliott being in the news in some sort of capacity. Yeah. I mean, you saw him on Twitch, then he, he was on Twitch again, I think probably because he's quarantining after having, yeah. you know, being diagnosed with That's COVID. what boys do when yep. they're quarantining. Yeah. They play video games. I would not know what I would be doing. Probably just Netflix. I'm just thing. guessing. I don't know. I don't know what you would do because you've already actually already watched all the content. In the oh, world. there's always more content for me to watch. I've just been binging all of the old Top Chef episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, but, well, I'm kind of like Zeke. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play some Warzone on my PlayStation or find something to do. Like, yeah, playing video games, good times. Hang out, you know, kind of like what he did. Go on Twitch, talk to your buddies, start talking about football and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that, he's doing it the right way. Yeah, yeah. I guess I um, we saw he talked to Scooter Magruder last week, and that was fun. And then he talked about Josh McCown a little bit and was saying that, or not, was it Josh McCown? I can't remember who he was talking about. Was the, who's the Bills quarterback right now that I'm – Josh Allen. Josh McCown. He, he, yo, Josh McCown's been the quarterback everywhere like, else, though. Why was he talking about Josh McCown? No, no. Josh McCown was on Jay Cutler's Instagram because we know yes. I am deep in the Jay Cutler chicken situation. Yes. That That's why true. I made that connection. He was, he was on there for sure. Yeah. All in all, I, I digress. It's a weird situation, and, you know, obviously um, – it kind of felt nasty that this chick was tweeting about trying to get his money and getting her yeah, boyfriend attacked. Yeah, granted that was an old employee, no longer there, but just messy. Yeah, just messy. But um, I know Jay Color's not on our team, but can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, have you been keeping up with that, Patrick? Because, like, the dog – I feel like really if we're going to talk about athletes and their animals, like, this is a very unique animal situation that I feel like needs to be discussed. It's the mystery of – the off season right now. I haven't kept up with Jake Cutler until after I found out that he and his wife were getting a divorce and she was calling him lazy. So he freezes <laughs> her out of her accounts. And I was kind of like, well, yeah. he's lazy, but now you don't have any money because it's all He's here. a lazy millionaire. Yeah. So <laughs> You know what? If I played in the league for as long as he did at the quarterback position, decided to retire, I think I might be a little lazy too. That's what I'm saying. And, like, honestly, I, like, I'm glad that she is having a burgeoning career at the moment, but, like, let, just let him hang out. Let the man watch his deer cam and enjoy his life. Right, now it's the chicken cam. Yeah. but Because uh, his chickens are getting murdered. They're getting whacked. <laughs> and we are trying to figure out the culprit. And if you guys are – to be a fox, right? Honestly, I, I'm going to be thrilled with you. I am really deep in this. Like, you guys know I'm watching it, but, like, I'm doing some research as to what culprit it yeah, could be. Yeah, I just kind of wake up in the morning and look for Kelsey's, like, update on what happened while I was asleep. So, <laughs> if you guys don't follow Jay Cutler on Instagram, it's at if Jay hadn't had Instagram. So, you guys need to make sure you do it. And I know he's not on the Cowboys, but it's, this is really funny. So, you need to watch it anyways. Apparently, his chickens are getting whacked, and he doesn't know what's going on. And so, he's, he's trying to solve the problem. He tried to stay up one night, and then he fell asleep, and um, nothing happened. Yep. <laughs> and then another night, the next night, he goes and ties a – goes and buys, like, a full, like, raw chicken at the grocery store and ties it to a stick and puts it out there. And he's like, this is going to work. And then he puts, like, cameras out. Doesn't get anything. Nothing. The chicken's gone. The, the raw chicken's gone. And he's like, WTF, like, it's a Sasquatch. Like, <laughs> it's something. 
And then this like rifle company that I guess he partners with just because that's what he does got involved. And as a sports marketer, I was like very proud of them for that. So proud. Yeah. This is like such a great partnership. And so they've submitted a contest. Like if you guess the correct thing that is killing uh, Jay's chickens, you get like a gift card to their website and like a rifle or whatever. Um, the top, one of the top guesses right now is the is Sasquatch and also Carol Baskin. <laughs> She's not in Tennessee. Well, we don't know where she is, Megan, but. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Fox because they're fast. Raccoons apparently um, take their heads off. So if jeez, I was looking for some details on like what was left over. Um, so I just feel like I'm going to do some research and make a more educated guess tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I look forward to the so morning confused. update. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> you start talking about Carol Baskin and I'm like, I've heard the name, but I don't know who she is. Patrick, I didn't watch Tiger King either. <laughs> so okay. um, I just know it because of all like the viralness around that show. I actually didn't watch it. And being so. friends with me. This is the repercussions yeah. Yeah. of your relationships with, with <laughs> Kelsey Charles. So I'll keep you guys posted on Jay Cutler. And, and, and Patrick, she'll give you a deeper rundown on what is, that, what is happening with Jay Cutler. Yeah. Like if okay. chicken's heads come. You'll and, be just as invested. Yeah, if it's the chicken's heads that are coming off, then it's definitely a raccoon, and otherwise it might be just a Sasquatch. Wow. Yeah. You need to get the forensics in there. Okay. I'm working <laughs> on it. Um, My money right. is on a coyote. <laughs> definitely not something logical like that. <laughs> that would That's the thing. That would not make sense. That would be, that's low-hanging fruit. It's definitely not that. <laughs> so um, let's go hypotheticals and bring it back to Cowboys land. As you guys know, obviously tons of Jamal Adams talk Tons of Jamal. If Jamal Adams, Adams had chickens, who would be killing them? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just Go ahead. Um, I I know this has continuously been a storyline, and I am going to continue to throw some more hypotheticals out there because that's what I've been enjoying doing outside of watching Jay Cutler's saga continue is throw crazy hypotheticals your way and watch just the crazy hypotheticals going on on the internet because with the prospect of football may or maybe not happening. This is what I have to live for at this point. Yeah. Um, so I have a buddy who, a uh, big Cowboys fan. I actually went to high school with him. So shouts out to uh, my guy, Nick Carrera. He had a tweet the other day and I loved it. And so I'm going to throw it your way. He said, who would be, and I know we talked about this on your show, Patrick, and we talked about if we would make the trade and kind of some of the hypotheticals around it. But let's take that a step further. Who is the biggest name player that you would include in a trade package for Jamal Adams that you think could realistically get a deal done. You can add like whatever draft picks you want to make the package make sense for both sides, but let's go ahead and go biggest names that you would include in a trade package that you think potentially like pie in the sky could maybe, maybe work. Patrick, mm. Do you want to start? Ooh, I don't want to. Sorry, I got a name, but I kind of want to hear what y'all have to say because oh. I got a feeling I'm going to make some head spin when I do it. <laughs> um, Connor McGovern in a first. Connor McGovern's your biggest name? Yeah. I'm not giving away the freaking beautiful team I have. Are you, you kidding me? <laughs> I'm triggered again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Um, I don't want to who, – who would you give away, Kelsey? Big I, name Charles? Dude, I'm not giving – I'm not making this deal, first of all. That's why that's the that's the way to say before I go in ahead and answer any of this question. 
So don't pull out this quote and like make a little like preview and hold it against me. If I had to say like the biggest name player that I would include in the trade package, hmm, where do I have like some, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm, do I, where do I want to? Spit it out. Bro, I don't know. Do I want to just say Michael Gallup? <laughs> <laughs> no, See, kidding. the funny part is that she had time to think about this question, and she still can't make a good trade. I, yeah, I'm just struggling with this. Patrick, can you just go ahead and save me from myself before I, I, I need to think before about Before she gives away Michael Gallup? Yeah, before, I need to think yeah, about Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Which part? Away Michael Gallup. Cowboys Nation Twitter, I'm going to light on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm going to get roasted for this one. I already know it. <laughs> I can't wait. Tyron Smith. What? Let's go. Tell us more. Just saying, if... Tyron Smith hasn't played a full season in four years. Yep. So if I'm going to look at a position, I might think about throwing Tyron Smith in there, if that'll get the deal done. Move Lyle Collins over to left tackle. Play Connor Williams at right tackle. Okay. That puts Connor McGovern at left guard. And Joe Looney, Tyler Biadich at center. Whoever wins that wins it out honestly i don't hate that if we're gonna go crazy hypotheticals he does have a point though like you do have a point but i don't like it okay so that's funny because i was when i was going through this in my mind i was like where do we have the most depth that i feel like we could at least like put someone serviceable right and i'm definitely not giving up a zach martin and i'm trying to figure out like what's going on left tackle it obviously we're not giving up Lyle Collins y'all stop that but I I feel like left tackle was always super important because obviously it's protecting the blind side of your quarterback especially with a right-handed guy like like a Jack but I don't I think it's kind of you know (laughs) both sides matter nowadays anyways (laughs) all sides matter all sides matter and so I just think that um that actually is not a terrible terrible idea and yeah, we talked about it the other day. He he hasn't been a hundred percent for a minute. He's still phenomenal. There's there's no denying that. His seventy five percent is better than people's hundred percent. Truly, that's true. It is true. Uh, it's just if you're gonna think about a player who might be able to get the deal done, and the reason why I said Tyron and and just take away the part about what I was saying about his injury history. When I started hearing the name Lyle Collins, I was like, okay. Maybe they're looking for an offensive tackle to help protect their quarterback in Sam Darnold. So why not go with another offensive tackle who you feel like might be his best days may be behind him. Can I, I'm like hating myself for even asking this question. What about someone from the linebacker court? I I thought about Jalen Smith. That's literally what I was going to say. Like, hands off LVE, hundo. But you still have Sean Lee. And, yeah, I know, I know, I know he's getting older. I know he can be kind of like – he's just – he's a little China boy. Like, when I mean China, like China, like the the things that – China doll. China doll. What, what's the word? What's like China? Like the very fragile. Like China. Thank you. Porcelain. But, yeah, porcelain. But, yeah. Porcelain. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, we got there. The yeah. only, Eventually. <laughs> I, but the like, only, don't you think just, we could kind of like, and we have Bradley and I, like 
there's some things that you could maybe figure out. The only reason I would shy against that is because I don't trust Leighton Van Der Esch's neck. Yeah, I get that. Like, like I understand that everybody's saying that he's good to go and he'll be good this season, but he had this problem in college. It's popped up in the pros. It cost him pretty much all of last year. And much like backs, necks don't get better. That's fair. If I had to trust anyone to get him back to 100%, it would be, in my personal opinion, I do feel like I trust the Cowboys doctors and training staff. I think they're phenomenal. But, yeah, I hear you. I mean, as someone who has personally suffered a back injury, I can get, I can attest to the fact that, yeah, you, you really are never the same. Um, but, yeah, I, I – I think I will believe them that he is back to at least close to 100%. Um, I think I've seen crazier things happen. But, um, yeah, so Jalen Smith was – Jalen Smith was mine. Okay. Well, um, I see where you're coming from, both of you, but I hate it. And I'm just saying Connor McGovern and leave me alone. <laughs> Megan's like, you you take this guy and that's – Hands it. off my team. So I'm assuming you're you're putting some picks with that then. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a I mean, if you – if you're, if you're talking about McGovern, who, you know, honestly, you don't really know what he has because he was injured, obviously, all of last year. Um, and it, it doesn't necessarily – hurt you in a way that you have likely Connor Williams back next season to be your starting left guard. And then you have Joe Looney and Beatich in the middle. Uh, so, you know, I don't necessarily hate that. You know, the idea of trading an asset that you're not 100% sure about, um, you think he can be good, but you haven't actually seen him in an NFL setting yet. Right. Yeah. I think that's valid. And I'm not trying to say he's a big name, but that's about as big as I want to go. <laughs> Meg's just not down for that deal. She's like, you know honestly, what? No trades way. and stuff stress me out. Megan's like, can okay, I? Jamal, hometown discount. Hear me out. We've got I'll Whataburger. I'll give you some picks, but like. <laughs> okay, I got it. a lot of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm changing my mind. Okay. It's not Tyron Smith. Okay. Jameez Awalier. What's he even on this team for? <laughs> You asked the same question that I asked about Kellen Moore for the longest time. I was like, I'm sorry. I, is he still on the team? Why is he? He's on the team? He's on the, the active roster? Why? What are we doing? Um, okay, so you're going to trade him, and I'm, again, assuming some picks as well. Oh, of course, you're going to have to give up picks, but it's just kind of like, here, take this fullback that doesn't really do anything. We don't need a fullback in this offense. I was like, do you even get compensatory with that? <laughs> I will take Jamal Adams as the compensatory pick. <laughs> that's your That's, your that's comp my compensation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I love that question. I think that's super fun. Uh, thanks, Nick, for tweeting that and letting me steal it. You didn't know I steal it, but I'm giving you full credit for the records. Um, so we want to hear what you guys think. It, the question again, biggest name player that you would include in a trade package for Jamal Adams. Um, I, we've got <laughs> Connor McGovern, <laughs> lame, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Tyron Smith, Jalen Smith, and, uh, all, I can't say it. Um, again, we all know words are hard for me, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick you with Tyron Smith, Patrick. I like that one. I, I really do. Um, okay. So 
I like that one. Um, let's go ahead and go an, a different route in terms of the trade rumors in situational um, potentials for this upcoming offseason and year. We've heard a ton about Jamal Adams, but word came out, and we've heard this before. Clowney, you know, Clowney was thrown out there, but then then we saw that the Cowboys would potentially be one of one of his preferences of a place to land. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Let's say that happens, Patrick. Um, who does that leave out of the rotation? Who's the odd man out in this defensive line if Jadavian Clowney does end up with a star in his helmet? If. <laughs> well, it kind of seems like that leaves out – it likely leaves out rookie defensive end Bradley and I. Ooh. That likely leaves out either Alden Smith or Randy Gregory if he ever gets reinstated. I was gonna say if he's if he was even like a pop a possibility for sure. But I mean they we think that he is going to be a possibility. But you know, when you look at that right defensive end spot, the weak side, Alden Smith and Randy Gregory are your top two as far as if they're both reinstated. Now, if you bring in, you know, Clowney, then, you know, he kind of takes that role because of the three guys, he's the only one that's played football in the last three years. Oh, (laughs) professional football. Oh, great point. Right. I'm just saying he's the only one that's played recently. Right. So you stick him over there and obviously they're going to rotate because they're not going to, expect Clowney to be out there every snap. And let me just bring up the fact that Clowney constantly is injured. So again, you have your questions. And so that's, that's kind of where I look at it. It's, it's one of those guys is going to be the odd man out. And I kind of think it's either a nye or Gregory potentially, or Alden Smith, just depending on who wins any battles that they're going to have in training camp, and that's provided Randy Gregory also gets reinstated. Do you feel like Clowney has honestly lived up to his potential and, and the hype that was placed on him when he was coming into the league? Like, this is a guy that was just – Beast mode at South Carolina. Unbelievable, big deal. The second – like, Everyone was losing their mind at the prospect of him and J.J. Watt, and they were like, this is not even fair. And then he has, you know, injury after injury, like you like you mentioned, Patrick. But yet, it's still something that's exciting a lot of people when he goes on the free agency market. Do you, like, what are your thoughts on his career trajectory, and do you still feel like he's just totally done a great job, or do you just kind of feel like it's, yeah, he's he's obviously – a strong contender, but he's just, he's not the guy that we, that the world thought he was. I'll tell you what, for the first three years of his career, I thought he was overhyped. Really? Obviously the first season he played four games that year was injured, started to didn't, didn't get his first career sack until his second season. And, and really when you think about a guy who has his level of, of hype, I expected to see a guy with double-digit sacks, which he's never done in his career. And so you look at that and go, okay, well, he's not hes not going to be your premier pass rusher, but, you know, he does a lot of things well. 
but you're right in the fact that like he can create havoc. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's had two seasons of 20 plus quarterback hits over the last several years. You talk about a guy who had nine and a half sacks for Houston three years ago. Then he followed it up with a nine sack season. He makes plays, uh, you know, talking about forced fumbles and, and fumble recoveries over the last three years. He's a guy who can make plays for you. And Oh, he scored a defensive touchdown each of the last three seasons. So yeah, he's a guy that can come in and do some things for you. It's just my, my worry is obviously the health and how much he's going to command to come play for the Dallas Cowboys, which most people believe is in upwards of 15 million for one year. Just, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't even know how I see like that even working. Are you even interested in considering something like that? Not for me. I mean, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, uh, I, I want a, I want a premier pass rusher, you know, and, and the fact that this guy has never really been the premier pass rusher. Uh, it makes me really question uh, what he can do and, and can he come in immediately and, and contribute and be the kind of be the guy that uh, that we had on the right side last season. So, now, if you, if you, oh no, sorry, keep going, keep going, ignore me. I was just gonna say, if, if you're looking for a guy to put on that right side uh, and you want to spend some money on a free agent, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk to you about Everson Griffin. Yeah. I mean, he's going to command less, and the guy has actually had three 10-plus sack seasons in the last six years. Um, you know, he had eight a year ago playing in 15 games. The year before that, he only had five and a half, but he only played in 11. Uh, but, you know, he's the guy who, who makes plays. He gets to the quarterback. You know, he creates havoc in the backfield. He, to me, Clowney can make plays – but Griffin is a pass rusher, and that's what the Cowboys need is a pass rusher on the right side to help take some of that pressure off of Tank. It's like, listen, I get it. You want to buy the Excedrin when you go to the when you go to the Walmart. Or I'm sorry, when you go to CVS. But the CVS off-brand is just as good, and it's going to be about $2 cheaper. Like, why not? Why are you not going to go ahead and just buy the store Are you calling brand? Griffin off-brand? <laughs> I might be. But in the most respectful way. <laughs> I mean, he's a little older. He's a little older, but I just need a season out of him. Like, CBS brand is great, you guys. It's true. You save a lot of money, and it is just as good, and I don't know why you don't do it. Like, as in my... in Because my, he bougie? I don't know. In my old and wisdom-endured age... I have learned. Did you say wisdom and dirt age? <laughs> oh, I love the way you like walk around a word that you like, <laughs> just use all the other ones. <laughs> oh, Lord. It, it works, I think, maybe. <laughs> God bless you, honestly, for dealing with it. Um, honestly, though, Patrick, I'm kind of with you. I think Bradley and I is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited by him. Yeah, he, he, I am too, but if we brought in a guy like Clowney, he kind of would be the guy or Anderson Griffin that could, could be out because, you know, he's kind of that cleaner, which is what I think they liked him for, but also, you know. Yeah, if you're going to do all that, then yeah, him for? it's like you, you bring in a guy like Clowney with intention and you bring in a guy like Anai with, yeah, sure, intention, but not quite the same intention where you're like, you're going to play this and here's how often we're going to use you and here's how we're going to use you. Like Bradley, they're like, 
hey, listen, we know you have some flex. You can put your hand on the ground. We can also put you, you know, in, in, in with this with this linebacker core. Like it's a little bit of both that we can we can. You're serviceable, if you will, and again, in the most respectful way. But yeah, I, yeah. I think that that makes a lot of sense. And you know, I don't know when we're set to hear about Randy Gregory. Um, <laughs> I I would love that, but even more so if you get a guy like him in the door. I just I feel like I don't feel the need to be shoring up the defensive line as much as I do the secondary. So if I'm going to go ahead and engage in some of these Twitter talk rumors or potentials, I'm much more interested in talking about the Jamal Adams conversation than I am the Davian Clowney. 100%. The other name that we're not, that we didn't really bring up that could potentially be, you know, on the outs would be Tyrone Crawford. Because where do you play him? I unfortunately think a guy like Tyrone Crawford, I mean, he's amazing, but you know, I think he's kind of on on the outs towards heading that way anyways, you know, to be quite frank with you. I think that he's during, you know, the second half of his career, if not the couple years out from the end of his career. So I could totally see that happening. He hasn't stayed 100% healthy all the time. I think that you've seen, I hate to call it decline, but like, unfortunately, just from a business and and football perspective, I think you can say that is true. so, yeah, I think that's a totally valid point. I mean, he's just – he's not the guy from a couple years ago. And, um, again, another one that he was he was solid, but I don't think that they – maybe he even lived up to the full hype of what they thought he could have been. Right. And, obviously, change of position uh, going from defensive end to sure. defensive tackle to back to defensive end. Right. You know, the way that he might – make this team and stay on the roster is to go back to the defensive tackle position where they kind of can use that help, you know, kind of give rest to the two new guys in Dontari Poe and, and uh, I don't know why his name always just escapes. What do you, uh, tackle or what? Gerald McCoy. That's what I was thinking of. Um, I know they have. Oh my God. (laughs) I know that they have Neville Gallimore as well, but, you know, that's, you know, Crawford brings that, that experience as well. So, you know, it, that could be a situation where that's how he makes the team is, is playing interior versus being an outside guy. So obviously a lot of questions on this, on the defensive side of the ball for the Dallas Cowboys. You have some guys there in the mix. They went in and shirt up, you know, different parts of, of each level of the field. Which one do, are you feeling the most confident about in how you've gone and addressed the issues? My defensive line. Yeah. Um, you know, like if if you can get something out of Randy Gregory and Alden Smith, I feel even better about it. But the fact is you knew that interior-wise, your interior defensive line, there were question marks. And they go in and they bring in McCoy and Dontari Poe, who, who were both on the on the back end of their careers. But, but to me, they were upgrades over who they had previously. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you have Tank. So I think that if you can improve the play in the middle, that actually helps Tank, which will also help the defensive end on the other side, whoever it is. Uh, I feel more confident confident about that. The the linebacker position, I have questions because the probably your two best and even I guess you could say all three linebackers who are will be expected to play all have injury concerns 
while Jalen hasn't been injured since he's in the NFL, obviously the injury in college has slowed him down. Sean Lee is injured every season. And then when, and then obviously Leighton Vanderesh with the neck. And then when I look at the secondary, I see a lot of inexperience and a lot more questions than I have answers right now. So that's why I kind of look at the defensive backfield as my weakness of the defense right now. What about Antoine Woods on your, on your D line? He's an exclusive rights free agent. I kind of haven't heard much in that regard. And I haven't either. You know, are you feeling like, because obviously it's great. You've got, Gerald McCoy, you've got Don Tari Poe, you've got D Law Crawford. Let's let's say let's let's go down the line. Let's say if we're let's assume a four three real quick. You've got on the right side Tyrone Crawford. I I would you put him at the end. Gerald McCoy at tackle, Don Tari Poe, and then your left side is D Law. So, mm-hmm. Anton, I mean, are are we feeling the need to kind of bring him back? as much as maybe we were before we did those signings? Or is it kind of like, ah, if we need to throw them into a package, if we end up doing something with someone or whatever, or let them go, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I think they kind of kept him in, in their pocket just in case, you know, a Dontari Poe didn't sign. Or yeah. a or a Gerald McCoy. But even even though, even with that, I still think that you need depth behind Poe because who's your, you know, one technique nose tackle outside of him. I don't really want to play Tyron Crawford at one tech. Um, You know, he's, he's better as the more disruptive three technique tackle. So, I mean, he's, I think he's still important. You bring him in and, and, you know, give him an opportunity to earn a spot on the team. He's not a guy that I'm plugging in and saying he's a starter. Uh, You you know, he's definitely depth. Do you feel like Tyrone's going to have a difficult time making transitions back and forth from, you know, again, like we know that with, with uh, Marinelli three technique was just, he valued that, that position a lot more and, you know, kind of switching Tyrone back and forth, especially towards, you know, the end of his career. Do you feel like that's just going to be easy for him or, or is he going to be able to be as disruptive as he was in the interior? I mean, I don't know that he's going to be able to be as disruptive, but he's still a guy that I think could come in and play either the end or the tackle position and and try to make plays for your defense. The thing that I liked most about Tyron Crawford, and I kind of feel like this is true, is he was kind of the – I felt like he was kind of the glue that the defense was missing last year. Mm-hmm. You know, with that leadership on the field, uh, you know, I, I in the locker room, because obviously we we've heard all the stories about – just how much of a distraction that entire defensive staff was. I mean, you're sending linebackers coaches home because he's getting into a fight with Chris Richard, you know? So I, I kind of feel like he would have been that glue to try to keep the, maybe not keep the coaches together, but to keep the players together to, you know, and, and it's not like Crawford is, has been bad. Obviously the last few years, he hasn't been able to have been healthy, but you know, in 2018, he had five and a half sacks you know, 34 tackles. I mean, he didn't have the great numbers that we've seen in the past, but he was one of those players who could get to the quarterback and make plays. So I still think that he has a little something left. It's just a matter of, is he going to get that opportunity because of obviously with the new coaching staff, they're not going to be loyal to players in the past. Right. 
yeah, it goes out the door. <laughs> like it, that's why, you know, we joke about it and you've seen, but you've seen a lot of movement for guys going towards going up to, to New York, you know, cause you have the loyalty with, with some of the coaching staff up there. You've seen some guys go to Vegas. Why do you think that is? Well, there's a couple Cowboys, former Cowboys coaches up there in Vegas. And I think it only makes sense. I actually, let me throw this one out there for you. I truly wouldn't doubt if Jason Witten with that move is setting himself up to potentially maybe even get a coaching job. I'll I'm be like, like throw another hypothetical out there for y'all because hear me out. He's got ties. Like obviously he and Basaccia are tight and Basaccia's on the coaching staff is another assistant head coach. And I feel like, you know, he's again towards the end of his career, obviously announcing did not work out for him. No. <laughs> so coaching kind of makes the next most logical sense. And if he can't do it here in Dallas, where he kind of lost a lot of his footing with some of the, of the coaches like departing, why not pony up with some of his previous coaches and try and do it in Vegas and transition in Vegas, baby. Do you see yeah. it? Maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, Rod Marinelli is there as well. Yeah. Marinelli. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I, I, I'm telling y'all, if you want some conspiracy, Cowboys conspiracy theories, I'm going to throw them all your way this year. I just think it could be a thing. Yeah, I don't no, think it I, keeps I, him from getting a job anywhere except other than Vegas, but yeah, I can see that. You've been on that train for a while, so. <laughs> I have been on that train for a while. You're the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw one more out, your, out there at your way. Out here at you guys, your way, whatever. Um, so I mentioned it earlier, the fact that, you know, we're not so sure that that an actual season's going to happen. Knock on wood. If it doesn't, though, let's just say it doesn't. How do you all think that impacts the 2021 draft order? This is another one from uh, my guy, Nick, that I just love. Nick was doing great on the hypotheticals. It was very on-brand for me this week, and so I had to just shout him out. Would they go ahead and just run it back with the same draft order as 2021, or how would they do that? Would it be like a lottery? What would they do? What do you think they would honestly do? I mean, I could see a lottery, um, but, you know, maybe that just makes me feel better about giving a first and a third for Jamal Adams. So, (laughs) I don't know. What do you think, Patrick? Mm, That's a tough one. Right? Uh, Well, I'm trying to – I'm thinking there's going to have to be some sort of – Like the NFL sets up like a simulation mm-hmm. where they run like 10,000 simulations to determine a draft order or kind of like you said, a lottery. Cause I don't think that they could go into the 2021 draft with the same exact draft order. I wouldn't imagine so. I mean, I don't, because you're, you're talking about then a team like, Cincinnati would get the number one pick overall again. And I don't know, it's just like, you know, the NFL has always screamed about competitive balance and all of these things. So it makes me think that they wouldn't do that because those teams that were 
near the top would get another premium draft pick just to stock up their team prior to 2021. I just don't think that I could see that happening. So I would think either a lottery or some sort of, uh, you know, doing that simulations based on, you know, who's on the current roster now. Yeah, I kind of think they do. I think I, if I had to go and place a vote today, I think it would be a lottery. It just makes sense, you know, because if, if nothing happens, like they can't just go ahead and give the same picks in order. I mean, that would just That'd be, be kind of fun. <laughs> it would be chaos. No, the lottery, not the picking the same thing. A, a lottery would be great. I would, we could, it could be one big drinking game. Do you realize this? As if it's not already? <laughs> uh, the only, only thing I know is that I need football season to happen in 2020 just for my sanity. No joke. Yeah. And my paycheck. Yeah, all of the above. I think we all do. So we can stop. You guys can stop um, listening to my insufferable hypotheticals all the time. <laughs> I have some other ones that I'm going to figure out and throw you away here in the coming days because – this is what I've decided is my new hobby, to throw ridiculous hypotheticals your way. Um, I hope you enjoy them as much as I did. My, my favorite really is the one from Nick. So I do want to hear from you guys again, as I mentioned earlier. What do you guys think is the actual biggest name player that you would dole out in a trade package for Jamal Adams? Hypothetical. Whether or not you believe the Cowboys should or would or could do it or not, let's go straight hypothetical, biggest name player and why. So make sure and let us know what you guys think that is. Um, find us on the Twitter and let us know. Patrick, I am so pumped you were able to join us. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was a pleasure as always. Where can the people Anytime find you, you if they don't follow you already? You can follow me at Pat Sports Guy on Twitter. Check out my work at WFAA.com forward slash Cowboys. And that's just about it. I mean, those two spots, that's where you're going to find all my Cowboys stuff. If you can stand my insufferable tweets, definitely follow me on Twitter. Reach out to me. I love to. I love talking Cowboys any chance I get. And uh, if you're a big draft nerd, check out draftwire.usatoday.com. I just wrote my first top ten piece for the upcoming class. Boom. Talk about hypotheticals. <laughs> For real. I love it. Well, thanks, my friend. We will talk to you soon. Appreciate you coming on. Yep, no problem. That was all pros and no cons. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> she nailed does this it. every week. Um, so Nailed we, it. We, you did nail it. And okay. I have an update for you on someone else that – I'm not going to go as far as to say he nailed it, but he, he had – the redemption tour. The redemption tour. David Hellman is in the house. And by in the house, I mean in my house where we film our podcasts. And he's about to open up our margaritas that he went and got. How do you feel right now? How does it feel to make a comeback like this? I feel great, but I also, like, I will apologize for nothing. Like, I get what you. All right. Thanks no, for coming. I was talking about it all day. You get nothing. You, for somebody that was talking about it all day, you sure didn't say that you wanted it when you The funny part order. is that he doesn't have a mic, but you could probably hear that perfectly yeah. clearly. Here's what I'd like. I have the loudest speaking voice. Here's what I would like for you to stop hijacking our show. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, David Hellman, for joining us. Great guest. Don't follow him on Twitter. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> Not great content. Um, but you know what will be some great content, yes. Megan, is what we have coming up for you guys this week with our BTB counterparts. 
Yes, I'm excited to have some more BTB crossover. We have a crossover coming for you guys on Wednesday. If you haven't heard us be pitching it, uh, slash Meg encouraging you to send her all the cheats. And not Kelsey. Well, it's reverse <laughs> day and week. And actually, what you mean to say is send it to me, um, not her. We're going to build out our NFC East super teams with Ari and Roy White. Wednesday, I'm sorry, we're recording Wednesday. Oops, trade secret. I keep saying Wednesday too. It's fine. Thursday it's and Friday. Friday. Yeah, so that's coming. Get ready. Um, we want to hear what your picks will be. Current players, you can include 2020 draft picks. Hell, let's throw in coaches while we're at it. Why not? Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Yes. Um, so that's coming out for you guys. A lot of fun. Make sure you all are subscribed to the Blog of the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on that fun crossover and many more fun episodes to come. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your ish. But if you miss us and you want to hang out with us and slash send me all your great um, hypotheticals and or NFC East picks, I'm at Kelsey underscore Charles on Twitter, and I'm not letting Meg tell you where she is. At Meg Murray with four R's. Edit out, producer. Um, myself. the producer. <laughs> this is unfair. <laughs> it's not a democracy. Here's the thing. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Yes, <laughs> I know. Um, thanks, guys, for joining us. We obviously have fun. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If there's anything you ever want us to talk about, this show is very much just as much yours as it is ours. You can help us keep the wheels on or off, which is how we like it. But as always, and until next time, Cowboys forever, Eagles for never. Bye, guys. Bye.